Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. with that mic in your hand. It's time for school. Rock school. With your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Taco Bell has a Feed the Beat program that offers bands up to $500 in gift cards. You can what? go to Yeah. You can go to feedthebeat.com slash submissions. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show here on the Rock School Radio Network. 27 stations strong. I'm Joe Burns, and the woman next to me is... Tammy Burns. Tammy Burns, my wife of 32 years now. What a fantastic 32 it has been as well. Have you ever gone, Tammy Burns and you in the audience, to a concert, and I mean a big concert, that was sponsored by some sponsor if you will yeah and and they're yeah, on like the stage pepsi or whatever right yes. and they're on the stage with the big pepsi insignias yes. or the big what have you right those are called tour sponsorships and they started in september back in 1981 when the rolling stones went on their tattoo you tour mm-hmm. that's the one where they're playing start me up they got a ton of cash. They caught a lot of heck for this first. They got a ton of cash because they sold the song Start Me Up to Microsoft. Right. Because Microsoft had created the start button. But it went further than that. When they went on tour, they had what a lot of people believe to be the first tour sponsorship when Jovan Musk. Do you remember Jovan <laughs> I Musk? I do. I do. I, did it smell good? No. Oh. No, it was awful. Well, Jovan Musk paid a million dollars in order to be on the tickets mm-hmm. that were sold. So Rolling Stones live here in New Orleans, brought to you by Jovan Musk. Ooh, it, gross. It, it seemed like an odd pairing, but the research afterwards suggested that either people didn't care uh-huh. or it didn't affect one way whether they saw it or not. And it got a million dollars. Now, remember, we're back in 81. It got a million dollars for the Rolling Stones. And since then, entire tours have had huge sponsorships. And what's funny is now in the age of music having zero intrinsic value, in this age now, what you have are smaller bands going on smaller tours, Mm -hmm. and they are gaining very small sponsorships. Oh, yeah? Maybe on multiple stops, maybe just overriding, and maybe at specific stops. So that's what we're going to talk about today, this idea of tour sponsorship. And when you think of it, you think Pepsi promoting Michael Jackson and paying him gubba freaking jillion dollars, when in reality, although that still happens, it's a lot more than that. It's actually tiny bands who are going around, who have found a sponsor that wants who they play to, and they're giving them $500, $1,000, Wow. Free lodging. Okay. Things like that. So what's we're going to talk about today, but first I talked about the Rolling Stones Tattoo You Tour, and by the way, through this show, Mm -hmm. if I can get 
a live song from the tour. Do it. I'll play. Do it. And so I will. From the Tattoo You album, to start me up, but it's from the Rolling Stones American Tour back in 1981 here on Rock School. Speaking of the Tattoo You tour that we just played Start Me Up from, here's what's funny. We didn't see him on the Tattoo You tour, but we did see him on this last tour. That's the No Filter tour, okay? That was also sponsored by somebody. Now, Joe Von Musk made sense in the 1980s. Yeah. There is nothing more 1980s than yeah. Joe Von Musk. Oh, Musk. You know, maybe maybe high karate cologne <laughs> where where if you wore it, you had to perform martial arts to keep the women that's, off that's of right. you. That's right. You do right. remember. Mm-hmm. Well, the Rolling Stones, you might have known, they're kind of old. And the ALI company, the Alliance for Lifetime Income, a Washington-based group that represents annuity issuers, were the sponsor for the last Rolling Stone Rock tour. Rock and roll! I mean, it's a step above depends. No. I mean, I, I understand you, you as you get older, have to worry about your, your life retirement, and retirement. Dude. But really? The Rolling Stones tour? Oh, oh, give me a break. Total respect. Would you like to hear some other tours and who was the sponsor of it? Hit me. U2360. This was the largest, if you were talking about the idea of money, it is the largest tour ever, most successful tour, sponsored by BlackBerry. Does anyone own a BlackBerry anymore? No. You know, the last person I heard that really talked about BlackBerry mm-hmm. was Barack Obama. Oh, yeah. Remember, he they used to call it Crackberry. <laughs> And apparently Barack Obama was literally infatuated with this machine. Lots of people were, but not enough, right? Yeah, that's the last time I'd heard of BlackBerry. Bruno Mars's 24-carat world tour, the South American leg, was sponsored by by Banco de Brazil and Budweiser. The Garth Brooks world tour, 2014-2017, sponsored by Amazon Music. That's pretty good. Rolling Stones Licks tour, E-Trade. E-trade. Does, does E-Trade still exist? I don't know. Or is it part of the bulldozing Boy, of the dot-com people? Maybe some of these people? people should not be sponsoring the Rolling Stones. They've all gone defunct, huh? <laughs> it's the Rolling Stones curse. Uh, Michael Jackson's Bad Tour, you you called this one mm-hmm. earlier, sponsored by Pepsi. David Bowie's Glass Spider Tour was sponsored by Pepsi. The Jackson's Victory Tour, this is the one I love. 
I love this. The Jackson's Victory Tour was indeed sponsored by Pepsi. This was 1984. Was indeed sponsored by Pepsi, but you know who was in uh, talks with them? Who? Quaker Oats. Oh. Because, because when you think of the Jacksons, mm. you think of breakfast foods. No, Pink, gross. Pink Floyd's The Division Bell Tour, 1994, sponsored by Volkswagen. Cool. Celine Dion's 1999. It was her largest tour ever. Procter & Gamble, Avon, and Ericsson. Yes, Avon, as in Ding Dong, Avon Calling. Wow. New Kids on the Block, Coca-Cola. Madonna's Blind Blonde Ambition Tour, Pepsi, but got pulled because of the, the, the video that yeah. she created that had Jesus Christ That's in right. it. Yeah. Lady Gaga's Monsters Ball Tour, Virgin mm -hmm. Mobile. That makes sense. Tina Turner's 50th Tour, Amway Global. Amway. Amway, as in the people that come to your house. As in the cult? Do you... It's not a cult. It's a Ponzi. <laughs> it you that's these are the people that come to your house and What's say, it down market uh, Would you that's right. Would you would you like to buy more washing powder? No. Would you like to sell washing powder? Yes. It's a freaking pyramid scheme. No, it's not. It's a Ponzi. The uh, circus starring Britney Spears, Virgin Mobile. Nice. And Rascal Flats, nothing like this tour, brought to you by JC Penny. And since it was brought to you by JCPenney, you needed a 50% off coupon to you get into that. That's right. You had to. I hate playing those games. For those of you who don't understand what we're talking about, JCPenney is no fun unless you have one of a million coupons that they sent out. So let's play something here. I just found it funny that U2's 360 tour was sponsored by BlackBerry. There you go. And I was lucky enough to get some recordings from that tour. Get on your boots. Here's U2 live on Rock School. They go to you two live from their 360 tour, professionally recorded. I do sometimes play a little too many live recordings that people did with their telephones. Ooh. And you can hear the guy next to them going, you think I can go to the bathroom no, right now? No. Are they going to play their hits? You were asking me a question off air. Yeah, go I ahead. got a question. Sure. Uh, how much are these get, Are these people like Javon Musk getting back in return? What's the return? Oh, you you money? take you think this is an investment? The Rolling Stones I make don't... eleven D Gaba freaking jillion dollars, yeah. and Javon gets back their million plus eight percent. No, 
It's not that at all. It's advertising. And the only reason I know that Mm -hmm. is because in researching it, the problem with getting people to sponsor is you have to prove to them. It's it's we kind of joke that Joe Von Musk was the first one to do it with the Rolling Stones. Yeah. And then some investment company. Right. It might as well have been Depends presents the Rolling Stones. You know, the heartburn medicine presents the Rolling Stones. It's because the audience changes. Mm -hmm. Joe Von Musk apparently could be sold to these people. Right. When you start talking about the idea of sponsorship, you start talking about more festival sponsorships because the companies that sell sponsorships, and feel free if you're a band, do a quick Google search for the idea of finding a sponsor just for your little tour. And when I say little tour, I'm not belittling it. You're not hitting 60 cities right. you know, in 110 days. You're going around to two or three states. So it's you in a van. Mm-hmm. And there are people that will sponsor that. But the big thing is festivals now because you have a millennial audience. And, and this is all going to come back once COVID is defeated and the vaccine comes out. But when these festivals happen... Festival sponsorship, and I'm reading this straight out of one of these websites, festival sponsorship is high because the millennial group, that's the group that's going to have the biggest spending power right right now, responds to festival advertising more than commercials and traditional media. Research has suggested it's an equal emphasis to social media advertising. What does that mean? Instead of buying commercials... Instead of buying 30 seconds, 60 seconds, which on social media is simply pushed past, Mm -hmm. just the idea of somebody doing a social media post and holding a Pepsi is enough to get across to this millennial audience and also to Generation Z, which is coming up behind them. I pretty much have Z in my classes right now. Right. Millennials are in their 30s. Right. And it's, you know, well, we, we, we can't ever retire. We can't ever buy a house. But they do spend money on entertainment. Mm-hmm. That is for sure. And they are the people who mostly go to these festivals. And we're going to play another song, and then I want to come back, and I want to talk about music sponsorship spending in North America because it was the largest sponsorship before this COVID thing came up. $1.6 billion in 2018 alone. Billion. Billion. Okay. Wow. What are they sponsoring? How are they sponsoring it? And how is this hitting the audience that they want? Now, think millennials. Okay. What are we talking? 25 to early 30s? Yep. Them's the millennials. What do they need? What do they want? That's what's going to work. You can try to sell them a $100,000 car. You know, buy a Tesla. I'm sure they think it's great. They ain't got $100,000 to throw around. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. they do have $19,000 to buy a car. But they do have $200 to go to a festival. Right. And they can buy things to drink. So you have to start thinking about who's your audience, what kind of money do they have, and what do they want. And then you have to give them this, quote, advertising in such a way that it doesn't offend them. And I know that sounds dumb, but you go to a website and 19 windows popped up. You can mm. call it what you want, but basically you offended the person to leave. Oh, wow. Yeah, you, you don't think enough of me to think I can see your ad. You had to throw them in my face. Jeez. One after another, one after another. All right, Darth Brooks, call him Baton Rouge, live here on Rock School. I spent last night in the arms of a girl in Louisiana. I'm out on the highway. 
Okay, coming into the first break, I made the statement that music sponsorship, meaning the sponsorship of festivals and such, in North America has amounted to over 1.6 billion U.S. dollars in 2018. What in the world are they spending on? Well, it's these, sometimes they're called festivals, sometimes they're called radio shows, where mm-hmm. you go and spend the entire day, and there's six bands there for you to see. Right. We have, what, Voodoo Fest here in New Orleans, Jazz Fest, uh, and there's always somebody always walking around attempting to find jazz at Jazz Fest, and he or she has yet to find it. But in 2018, here are the largest sponsors of festival concerts. InBev, meaning Anheuser-Busch, 51%. Of that $1.6 billion. Wait, wait. One company. 51%. In Bev, Anheuser-Busch. To which you say, okay, what do they get? Is it investment? Do they get their money back plus a percentage? Oh, no. What they get is to sponsor the beer trucks. Okay. The cups. It probably says Anheuser-Busch or Budweiser or what have you. Right. Somewhere on the side of the stage. And the research is showing that this is the way millennials will respond to advertising. Don't look at me and say, you can see, you know, the band, but first, here's a 60-second commercial. You've already turned them away from gotcha. you. You've already walked them away. But if it's there mm-hmm. and they get to make the decision and they go get a beer and they decide they like the beer, that's fine. But it, it, it's a lot like internet advertising. If you put money into internet advertising right now, you're really not looking for clicks. You're looking for emphasis, which is why anymore it's so hard for a startup company to get started. It's also why podcasts are being used so much because podcasts have the ability to what do they call it activate the audience right you know use my name fred jones at checkout and then save 20 percent mm-hmm. or that you, you hear it all we the time activate something oh, you think so what do we what do we got to give that somebody would give us a few dollars I have for no idea naked, your good looks naked pictures of me Ooh. here are some other sponsors uber brown foreman this is the representation of of liquor suppliers in about 170 countries. They rep everyone. Wow. If if you just look up Brown Foreman, I mean, it's everything from Jack Daniels to Grey Goose to what have you. I'm looking at this, and I'm thinking, what alcohol don't you represent? Goodness. Yeah, are you a monopoly? Uh, Fifth Generation, it is a marketing company that just simply reps companies across the board. Miller Coors, Pepsi, Heineken, Coke... Diageo, I think, D-I-A-G-E-O. Diageo? Would you say it that way? Diego? It, it's a British beer corporation. It's oh, like it's Anheuser-Busch, British. but it's over there. Okay. Uh, Ernest and Julio Gallo, they make wine. Mm-hmm. And Deep Eddie Vodka, there's one that, you know, Brown Foreman doesn't do. Mm-hmm. And then Monster Energy Drinks. But the thing is, Monster Energy Drinks is usually a very specific thing. Right. It's some extreme sport. It's some, woohoo, girls in bikinis, that kind of stuff. Every, there's other ones, but they're 1% or less. And that's where they're putting their money because... Believe me, Anheuser-Busch doesn't spend half a billion dollars because nothing's coming back. Well, is it an investment? No, it's not. It's people buying their product. And right now, you have the millennials coming into that age where they are the main thing. They need a a place to live. Mm -hmm. They need the basics. They need what have you. And they, you hear all the time, we've got so much debt, we can't afford what have you. But what they do spend money on is entertainment. 
Okay? Who's listening to us here on the Rock School Radio Show? W-Y-A-P, Clay, West Virginia. Super duper. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Coming out of the break, uh, you were, during the break, during that one-minute commercial there, you were talking about the idea of, do you know what's going to come out of COVID that's good? And it's really not a good way of saying it, but one of the positives that will come out of COVID is a lot of people are going to retire. Right. Whether they want to or not. What you have is people that are retiring because, you know, I'm just not going through this. I'm right at retirement age. I was going to hang around for a few more years, but I'm not going through the mask and going through the what happened. Right. And they'll just say the heck with it and go. You then also have the people that are being retired Mm -hmm. because they've been with the company so long and the company said, well, we can either retire you or lay you off. Here's the problem. People, one of the reasons millennials were having trouble is because people were staying in their jobs far too long than the social contract. Right. Remember, the contract was you stayed till you were 60. Right. Then you retired. And that made jobs for the people who came up behind. Well, because of the, the economy and such, that social contract had to be broken. But COVID seems to be pushing more people out, which means jobs will be in there. You can consider that good or you consider that bad, but it it is happening. And the stock market has been good for four years, so people have (sighs) some money to walk away. It has been good, but it's been good because during COVID, what you have are a few select groups of companies who are able to support. Think Amazon. Mm -hmm. They're doing Walmart. Oh, yeah. They can bring you the food. They're doing what COVID needs. When COVID starts to go away, how's that going to be handled? It's easy to buy, so the Dow looks like it's going up. Right. Is it up everywhere? I I don't know. I'm not a stock market guy. No, you're not. Or we would be doing something else in life. (laughs) Other than this dumb radio show. That's right, mister. It says here you need not be a major act to procure a sponsorship. They don't call them sponsorships when it's small. They're called partnerships for smaller touring bands. There are some of the best listed on symphonicblog.com. There's one called the Thread Society, and what they do is premium fabrics from many sources, multiple levels of sponsorship for multiple levels of return, and they want you to pitch your band and your tour to them. Pitch it at info at threadsociety.com. Say that again. Info at threadsociety.com. There's another one called Buddies. It is a company that uses a, quote, patent-pending extract process to manufacture the best cannabis oils and CBD. Mm -hmm. And, again, 
Is your audience the group that uses it? Is your audience a group that they could sell to? They would love to hear from you. Here's the email address, shane at buddiesbrand.com. Buddiesbrand.com. That's I-E-S, buddiesbrand.com. I'll give you one more. Taco Bell has a Feed the Beat program that offers bands up to $500 in gift cards. You can what? go to yeah, you can go to feedthebeat.com/submissions. And I I get it. Laugh all you want. Oh, it's it's Taco Bell. Ha ha ha. I what's love it, what's Taco it going to be? I love Taco Bell too. They're getting rid of the pizza, which angers me. And you, I think you we were need the to go only back. one that was eating that. Which is probably why they got. Uh, It'll be back in another why they form. Got rid of it. Okay, well we got to play something. Here's David Bowie from the Spider Tour. Bang bang! This is live. It was one of the sponsors we were talking about here on Rock School. <laughs> to the bottom of the hour. My name is Joe Burns. You are. Tammy Burns. Let's talk about a couple more of these smaller companies that look for partnerships where they'll give you either product or they'll give you uh, a little bit of money like Taco Bell. You you suggested that is, is Taco Bell giving you these to give away to the audience? No, it's for the band. It's to keep the band alive. Oh, I'd eat that. I would, too. I mean, people make fun of Taco Bell all they want, but it's cheap. It's open 24 hours. It's a lot of food. And if you got a four-piece band, you could probably, if you're smart about it, eat off the dollar menu. You could probably feed everybody for 25 bucks. That's yeah. four meals per hundred. So you've, you've got a solid 20 meals there for everybody. I know it's Taco Bell and the jokes. I get it. But if you're hungry, here's another couple. Chicago's Hope for the Day. It is a place that is, quote, proactive suicide prevention by providing outreach and mental health education. What they want you to do is rep their merchandise. Put it on stage, put it on the merch tables, what have you, and then they will uh, allow you to take a percentage of what gets sold and then wow. take donations for the company. Once nice. again, Chicago's Hope for the Day. And again, go to their website. They are asking for pitches. How about this? The Pabst Blue Ribbon Music Society. Go to HTTPS. Don't forget the S. I don't know why websites are doing this lately. They're making everything secure, even though it's on the public side of it. Gotcha. I don't know. Are people diving to the dark web mm. through regular websites? I don't know. Anyway, HTTPS colon slash slash pabstblueribbon.com slash contact hyphen us. 
make a hyphen. Don't spell out the word hyphen. They ask for a professional pitch, and as we go through the show, I'm going to talk to you about what a professional pitch is, and there are multiple websites that will go out of their way to help you create a said multiple pitch in order to hopefully get a sponsorship for your band. But first, let's do seven days in 70 seconds, October 5th through October 11th. Them's the rock and roll dates. Tammy has got Monday. Go. October 5th, 2007, a woman in Minnesota is found guilty of downloading songs from music sharing site Kazaa. Yeah, Kazaa. Oh, she's fined $220,000. Isn't that stupid? She downloaded six songs. Six songs, and we're talking almost a quarter mil. Wow. That's what it was. They wanted to scare people. Well, they did it. At least to you. October 6, 2004, Howard Stern makes the jump from what we call terrestrial radio to Cirrus XM for a reported $100 million. October 7, 1999, Garth Brooks releases his Chris Gaines album. You know what's funny is when people make fun of that? I just did. I say to them, have you ever heard it? We've, uh, we've played Chris Gaines on this show yeah. twice, only yes. because I'm like, I get it, you're making fun of it. Yeah. Have you heard it? Yeah. It's yeah. not terrible. It's not great. It's not great. October 8th, 2019, Pitbull trademarks his famous Grotto Yell, the first sound to be trademarked by a musical artist. Uh, October 9th, 1940, happy birthday, John Lennon. You yeah. know what? He would have been 80 years old this year. Isn't that amazing? He's always going to be the age he was in our minds when he died, isn't he? That's fantastic. October 10th, 1972, James Brown meets with Richard Nixon and endorses him for president. You can understand he probably got a good bit of blowback from that move. October 11th, 1999, Michael Jackson and his second wife, Debbie Rowe, file for divorce. Jackson will get full custody of the kids. To which you say, well, how come he got it? What was wrong with Debbie Rowe? Oh, I I think nothing. I think what that was was a prenuptial agreement. Oh, yeah. If we split up, I get the kids. Yeah, I think you're right. Debbie probably walked away with a huge chunk of change and held to the... You know, held to the the, the agreement. Yep. So there, Rascal Flats. We talked about them. They were sent out by J. C. Penny. Here you go. This is live. Back to life on Rock School. She got that hell little southern roll that she got from her mama. Likes coffee with the sugar in the morning. She likes to leave little red lipstick loving notes on the mirror. Loves the rain on a tin roof when it's pouring. Doesn't matter what we're listening to, spinning her around the
Coming into the second break, let me give you a few more that are out there for you. This is from Medium.com. They mentioned more than this, but these are the two that I thought were really interesting. If you're playing a gig in Brooklyn, Austin, Texas, or Hollywood, California, book a night at The Patch, P-A-T-C-H. It's a free hotel provided by Sour Patch Kids. Okay, how do you get to stay there? What they do is they trade you social media, shout-outs, music video sessions, anything that you can include or involve the patch in Sour Patch Kids Candies the longer your stay. Nice. I have no, I'm sure if you get in touch with Sour Patch Kids or whoever is running this, I don't have an address, they'll tell you what's required. Like right. We need 100,000 people to like it for a night. Yep. Or something like that. But it seems like a good deal to me. Me too. And it says here for more established acts, there are more exclusive sponsor offerings such as Red Bull Sound Select. Again, every one of these, look them up. They all accept pitches but Mm -hmm. they all make the statement professional pitch and we'll get into that in one more second for more established artists on the rise red bull sound select verge campus or spotify rise r-i-s-e look them up if if i can and this is just joe's idea but if i could suggest to you as somebody who worked in radio for years and put on a ton of stuff In terms of sponsorship, you're going to do a lot of press. Offer yourself to do press. Right. Every time I've been in a band, and I haven't been in a ton of them, but my statement was always, we should offer ourselves to radio station and not just, hey, here's my song, play it. Mm -hmm. The radio station needs content. Television stations need content. Always. Hey, we'll play for free. Hey, we'll we'll come do uh, interviews at your place. Yep. Hey, we'll do things with your radio station. And it's not just, well, you're, you're taking up all our time. It's not that. Almost every single time we had a band in or a local band or something mm-hmm. like that, and we still do it today at the college radio station, the band asks for food. Food is cheap. Yeah. Food is real cheap. Yes, if, it you, is. You could just simply say... You know, we're coming in, there's four of us. It would be wonderful. You know, don't do it as a rider, but just say it would be wonderful. Any chance you could get a deli platter, any That's chance it. you could get a fruit, fruit tray, tray uh-huh. that kind of thing. Just, you know, get us some stuff like that, a little dessert, some cookies, that kind of thing. And it, we would always have it. I, re- I remember multiple times bands would come in and we'd have all the food laid out for them and they'd take like a cookie and they'd leave. And I'm thinking if you're a little touring band, I would ask for food everywhere yes i would and i would you know gather it all up I, that's I, it i understand i can work van halen into a muffin recipe but what eddie van halen used to do is ask for two or three cartons of cigarettes mm-hmm. at every stop yeah well obviously he couldn't smoke all of them so he just took the cartons and kept shoving them in the back <laughs> Of the tour bus. Hoarder. And you got to know when the tour was over, he had, you know, how many? Oh. 150 cartons of cigarettes? That's probably what he was doing, just counting yep. the amount. Al, Weird Al Yankovic asked for the longest time, asked for a Hawaiian shirt mm. at every one of his stops. Oh, I love it. And took it. The, it. I'm trying to remember the name of it. It's on the Access Channel. It's with Dan Rather. The big the big story? Something like that. But he interviews... Uh, artists Mm -hmm. and when he interviewed weird al yankovic 
He was walking around his house, which is this gorgeous minimalist thing. I'm sure his wife did it. But they walked into his closet and he pointed at it and laughed. Oh, it it had to be a hundred. Just a ton of these Hawaiian shirts. So I've always found it interesting because we never had a problem with it. Mm -hmm. We took $20 out of, you know, petty cash, gave it to one of the interns and said, you know, run down to the food world. Pick up enough to, to feed people, mm-hmm. and they came back and uh, just pick up the food and walk away with it. That's right. Because yeah, all we're going to do is eat it. Y'all take it. Yeah. Who's listening to us on the Rock School Radio Show? WXZY Kane PA. I, I did radio in PA for a while. Did back, they feed you? <laughs> all the time. Uh, back in a minute here on Rock School. <laughs> Okay, coming out of the break, we've mentioned this multiple times. The idea that if you're looking for a sponsorship or you're looking for a partnership, you need to put together a professional pitch. And it says on many of these websites, which is my first tip to you, just simply jump on Google and ask how to produce a professional pitch kit. And you can then narrow the search or narrow your results because some of them are pitches for um, uh, sports tours and and that kind of stuff. But you want something for your music group. So you'll have to narrow it down and down and down. I found, I mean, countless websites uh, that went out of their way to offer formats, scripts, tips, even pre-written package items where you just simply put your stuff into it. So if, if this is just not you, you know what they also talked about? Contact people who might be able to do this for free for you right. or for cheap. And that's that's universities. Oh, you know, go to a writing gotcha. center. You got yeah, anybody yeah, yeah. that wants to do this? And well, what do I get in return? You know, a few tickets to the concert when we, when we show up. Did you see any information that didn't seem true or, uh, yeah, or good yeah and and honestly it, i don't want to go into it because to be honest it it, it you it, musicians are smart enough okay. believe me they'll look at the stuff and go no because what they'll do is here's how you do it here's how you do it. now for six hundred dollars we'll do it for you no oh. no you don't no, have no, that no. kind of money no, right of course not do it yourself okay google how to do a professional pitch here are some broad 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 suggestions offer what's known as co-branding Co-brand the concert, co-brand the ticket, co-brand the merch, meaning where your logo shows up, their logo shows up. So the concert could be, you know, Fred and the Soda Crackers in concert, brought to you by Humba. 
that gotcha. kind of thing. Gotcha. They also talked about co-branding with the theater, mm-hmm. meaning instead of taking the amount of money you would, right. make sure the theater is in all the pitches that you're doing, and then the theater pays you slightly less. It also suggested, do you have to get paid in cash? Could you be paid in gas? Could you be paid in food? Could hotel? You be paid, yeah, hotel that kind of thing. Think about the idea. Is it money that you want or is it barter that you want? And as dumb as this is going to sound, when I play behind, you know, the people that I play behind or I go out, I don't really ask for a whole lot of cash. You know, 25 bucks is fine. But feed me and give me beer. Give me a ticket. And and right. My wife needs to come along, too. We're doing... Um, uh, part of this, uh, the, the, the local area here is showing the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And in exchange for the work that you and I are doing, we're getting tickets to three other shows. Yay! So, yeah, see what you can, see what you can set out. In terms of merch, make your merch table available. If, if Skittles is going to give you money, make sure there's Skittles for sale on your merch table. Right. Uh, make sure to include local people and how many you expect to reach at each stop. Because they're going to say, where are you playing? How many does the venue hold? So give them that. Also tell them the age of these people. Are you are you playing to 60-year-old people or are you playing to 20-year-old people? Uh, also look into some very, very local brands. Like we have a local uh, brewer here called Gnarly Barley. Mm-hmm. Well, Gnarly Barley is only known in this little area, right. except to real big beer fans. Mm-hmm. And they're an excellent, excellent beer, but you'd have a hard time selling Gnarly Barley Uh, The idea that you're going to play in Salt Lake City. Allow the company to name the tour, to name the stop. If you're dealing with musical shops, allow them to name what's happening on stage. Right. You know, this song is being brought to you by what have you. They need to see it. Allow Mm -hmm. them to put their logo up and all of that. I know by the standards that I grew up with, oh man, this is selling out. It's not selling out anymore. It's the ability to stay alive. Exactly, the ability to perform. To, right, to stay fed and be able to move from town to town. This is what it's come to. And I don't think this is a terrible it's come to it because it's been shown that millennials do enjoy this kind of sponsorship because it's just there. It, I'll look at it it's if local. I want. Right, right. But you're not shoving it down my throat. And you know what? You hmm. have the ability, the ability yeah. to say... No. Exactly. Exactly. Offer a space at the show for the sponsor to sell their wares. Festivals have marketplaces. Mm -hmm. So if you're running a festival, you and and six other bands decide to do a weekend, allow the local people to come in and set up their food trucks and set up their what have you. Think about the age or interests of your audience. If they're older, reach out to service companies rather than Coke. Would an investment company be better? Again, the last Stones tour was sponsored by an annuity company. And think about the multiple ways that a a, a, um, a sponsor could in some way be dealt in terms of the, the equipment. Think about selling, hopefully, a naming right to uh, a company that sells something like, and these are big ones, but a local music store might do this, Drumsticks Tonight were from Fred's Music Shop. Right. Uh, the the We're going to finish the show, and when we're done, we're going to cut our guitar strings off, and we'll sell them at the merch table. And by the way, those guitar strings came from Fred's Music Shop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get your gear from what have you. It It's all an idea of what are you willing to give, and how can you make the people, because you're nice, 
but it's the people that are coming to see you. Yes. Who are they? How old are they? What do they want? What do they like? And how are you able to offer that to the advertiser or the person who's going to sponsor you? It's, I mean, it really is a good idea in today's business model, if you will, of music because you're not going to make a lot selling it. Right. So there. And that wraps that up. I'm Joe Burns. I am Tammy Burns. That does it. Class is dismissed.